This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, another attempt by House Democrats to secure potentially lost leave for non-essential federal employees. Agencies now have an incentive to adapt electric cars into their fleets. And don't expect Chinese telecommunication equipment to be out of the U.S. supply chain anytime soon. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. House Democrats are trying again to expand annual leave flexibilities for federal employees. Congressman Derek Kilmer introduced legislation that would let all federal employees carry over any annual leave accrued during the pandemic. The Office of Personnel Management recently revised its policies to allow essential federal employees to carry over leave they'd otherwise have to forfeit at the end of the year. But that policy only covers employees deemed essential. The Federal Worker Leave Fairness Act would cover all employees. The bill has a Senate companion with nine co-sponsors. A bill designed to publicize workplace protections for federal employees during the pandemic clears the House. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has details. The legislation requires agencies to set and publish workplace protections for federal employees during the pandemic. The bill specifically requires agencies to post reopening plans to their websites at least 30 days before employees return to the workplace. Agencies would have to detail their supplies of personal protective equipment and cleaning materials. House members named the bill after a Virginia federal employee who died from complications due to COVID-19. Maryland and Virginia senators introduced a companion bill earlier this week. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Risk-based budgeting for cybersecurity investments could be a new requirement for agencies under a new bipartisan bill. Senators Rob Portman and Gary Peters introduced the Risk-Informed Spending for Cybersecurity Act yesterday that would require agencies to spend money for new capabilities that address the most pressing cyber threats. The bill also would require the Office of Management and Budget to develop a risk-based budgeting model that agencies would have to use. OMB reported in 2019 that agencies spent almost $17 billion on cybersecurity. Does Congress need another committee? Some lawmakers think so. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. A bipartisan group of legislators are calling for a committee on cybersecurity within the House of Representatives. Representatives Jim Langevin and Mike Gallagher say the creation of a committee will increase congressional cybersecurity policymaking by encouraging expertise. The committee will also streamline oversight from dozens of committees and subcommittees that claim cybersecurity in their jurisdiction. The lawmakers also claim that the new committee will help Congress act with the speed needed to keep pace with changing technology. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. President Donald Trump has signed a bill into law that incentivizes electric vehicles at agencies. The Charging Helps Agencies Realize General Efficiencies, or CHARGE Act, allows federal employees to use fleet service cards issued by the General Services Administration to pay for refueling electric vehicles. Two of the bill's sponsors, Senators Gary Peters and Rob Portman, say the legislation will save taxpayer dollars and encourage agencies to adopt e-vehicles. Congress pushes back on plans to wrap up census field operations on Monday. Here's Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. The Commerce Department and Census Bureau are getting bipartisan pushback from Congress over plans to end field operations by October 5th. That goes against a federal judge's order to keep field operations running through the end of October. Senators Brian Schatz and Lisa Murkowski urged both agencies to comply with the court's order 
And House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairwoman Carolyn Maloney is calling for documents and a briefing from census officials to explain this decision. Census officials say October 5th is the absolute latest it can keep field operations open and still submit apportionment data by its statutory deadline on December 31st. Jory Hackman, Federal News Network. The federal financial workforce is getting a digital one-stop shop to look up management guidance, policies, and instructions. The Treasury Department's Bureau of the Fiscal Service is launching a beta version of a new website called the Treasury Financial Experience. Its Office of Financial Innovation and Transformation is leading the project, and Bureau officials say the site is one of several initiatives aimed at improving the customer experience of its online services. A new approach to use data to drive technology budget decisions, Federal News Network's Jason Miller reports. A public-private effort to create more transparency and better understanding in where agencies spend money on IT has turned into a new maturity model. The CIO Council and ACT-IAC released a white paper outlining how agencies can turn qualitative activities into quantitative metrics. The model is based on the Technology Business Management, or TBM, framework and aims to help agencies measure progress against mission-centric initiatives. The organizations say this model will help agencies better understand which of the six maturity factors need more attention and data to add value to the effort. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department has a new initial rollout date for its electronic health record modernization program after a few delays. The department will deploy an initial set of capabilities to the VA Medical Center in Spokane, Washington on October 24th. Development delays and the pandemic postponed the initial rollout two other times earlier this year. VA says it will deploy another round of EHR capabilities later in spring 2021. Congress is largely optimistic about the Spokane rollout, but the pandemic delays are reshuffling other plans and milestones further along the project timeline. VA's Caregivers Program expands to more veterans and their families. The department at last launched the first phase of the highly anticipated Caregivers Programs to veterans who suffered serious injuries before 1975. VA has struggled to launch a new IT system necessary to support the program's expansion, but the department told Congress earlier this week the system is ready to go. VA will launch the second phase of the caregivers program in 2022. That phase will cover veterans who served between 1975 and 2001. The Army is missing out on opportunities to make its alternative contracting methods work better. For the last few years, the military has been using methods like other transaction authorities to court non-traditional businesses. But the Government Accountability Office says the service is not paying attention to what works and is not sharing the best way of working. GAO says the Army is losing ways to create better and stronger partnerships with industry by not analyzing what is going right with its alternative methods. Chinese-made telecommunications gear will not be totally out of the government supply chain for years, despite a law banning it now. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. The so-called Section 889 law forces agencies and contractors to excise that gear from their networks and from the supply chain. But the Office of the Director of National Intelligence can issue waivers, and it did. Now it's extended waivers that expired Wednesday for two years. Agencies that requested them, including USAID, now have waivers from the 889 rule until the end of the 2022 fiscal year. I'm Tom Temin. The new U.S. Space Command continues to fill out its leadership ranks. The Pentagon says the president will nominate Air Force Major General John Shaw to be the first deputy commander of Space Command. The position comes with a promotion to lieutenant general if the Senate confirms him. And the Postal Service is overpaying for some employees on workers' comp. The agency's inspector general found 155 transactions with claimants in which they went back to work but were still receiving workers' comp. 
The IG estimates it overpaid herd employees by almost $4 million in 2018 and 2019. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.